opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Out of Sight Adventures. I am Brian, and I don't have co-host tonight. I just have a... I'm not even going to call you a pilot tonight, Tyson. You're going to be the commander of the remote. So, you have the commander of the remote, Tyson, and then our fearless streamer, Darrow's with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing one of our special shows tonight in honor of the Oscars last night. We are going to famous movie locations. So instead of using the out-of-sight jet and the ACB jet, we're going to use the ACB remote control to flip channels to get to the movies we want to get to. But first, we need a little intro music, don't we? So I highly suggest you head to your pantry or your cupboard, get out the microwave popcorn, head over to the microwave, pop the popcorn. If it is a thin bag, make sure you put some paper towels down so you don't get that wonderful, delicious, buttery flavor all over yourself because we wouldn't want you to stain your favorite pants. And join us as we travel the world according to the movies. Guys, we're going to do a special show like this once a month. So please, if you have any We're going to do uh, the best festivals in America in May, and then we'll have a couple of shows like that coming up through the summer. So if you have any ideas for us, you know you can reach out to us through our Facebook page or email. So you know me, I am the travel geek. So to cover Terry's normal thing, the temperature where we're going is all over the place because we're going to Iceland, we're going to Hawaii, we're going to Hong Kong. So the temperature is the temperature. And the guide dogs are the guide dogs that you can take with you to some places and you can't take with you other places because we're going non-traditional tonight guys so bear with us as we go through this we have the travel geek segment and our travel geek segment tonight is the top 10 cities for filming in the entire world uh honorable mentions in here were san francisco um las vegas um tokyo and there was another one that I thought I was like, wow, that's not even in the top 20, but I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, but we're going to get to the top 10, top 10, number 10. This shocked me, especially when I read the list of movies that they saying were very famously shot there. Barcelona, Spain. So, I mean, I think Spain, I think Barcelona, I think Olympics, I think incredible architecture. I just don't think movies because there's not a lot of famous American movies, but there's a lot of famous foreign films shot there. But the most famous one here is uh, Woody Allen's Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Obviously, Barcelona, Spain, Barcelona uh, was shot there, and you get some great vistas. And 
it's really, really known for its architecture um, and it's really great pictures that you can get and, and film filming uh, locations you can get there. So the next one, number nine, Chicago, Illinois. I don't think this is going to surprise anybody. Chicago has been a great place to film for a long, long time. And some of the classic movies we've seen there, 16 Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You remember that wonderful parade going through um, Chicago there? The Untouchables, the Al Capone, Elliot Ness story. So obviously it was shot there. Um, and my favorite, of course, The Dark Knight, because I'm a Batman freak. So The Dark Knight is the final scene with Heath Ledger and Batman having their Batman Joker uh, battle is filmed right there in Chicago. So the dark night in Chicago. So number eight on this list is Iceland. If you guys listen to the show, you know, I reference Iceland a lot. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world to visit. Um, and they've done some really cool filming there. A couple of things that you have seen or should see for the dark world. Um, multiple Star Wars movies have been shot there um, for different lands. Because people think Iceland is ice. It's it's ice. It's really lush greenery. A lot of great uh, waterscapes. Um, so you have a lot of really cool things there. So different um, Star Wars movies have been shot there for different lands. Uh, very famously, the Game of Thrones series shot there. And of course, we're going to end with the greatest thing ever shot there. Uh, Batman Begins. Uh, some of his training and stuff there um, in the Batman Begins movie was done in Iceland. So if I can ever reference Batman, you're starting to figure out I do. So number seven, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So we had Blade Runner. Great, great, great movie. Hong Kong, very um, modern uh, Asian city. So you get a lot of that really cool technological feel there. Uh, the Rush Hour series with uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. And then um, Trying to read my own typing. Here we go again with me. Oh, the part of The Departed was filmed there in Hong Kong. So number six is Toronto. So this is this one's a little funny to me, and I'll tell you why. But Toronto, uh, one of the most famous movies shot in Toronto is Chicago. So Chicago, the musical based on being in the city of Chicago, was actually shot in Toronto. So I love irony like that. Uh, then we also have uh, American Psycho, another great Christian Bale movie. And then my big fat Greek wedding, which is a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. We got number five. We're going to Boston. Uh, most of The Departed was filmed in Boston, uh, even though we, we refer to it in Hong Kong. Um, woo, there we go. The Social Network, uh, the story about the beginning of Facebook was shot there. And then Good Will Hunting, one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, the Ben and Matt Damon buddy pick. Um, and then London, uh, obviously, we're getting into big cities now. Obviously, there's a lot of the for these big cities to offer as far as architecture and different neighborhoods and different looks. Um, Two Clockwork, uh, two Stanley Kubrick movies right off the top. He loved to shoot in London was A Clockwork Orange, one of my favorite movies of all time in The Shining. Um, although shot a lot of here in the US, but there was still an awful lot of The Shining shot in London. Um, 28 Days Later, which is my favorite zombie movie of all time. And um, my favorite rom-com of all time, Love Actually, filmed in London. Number three is Paris. And if the name has Paris in the title, it's probably shot in Paris. So Last Tango in Paris, the incredible movie from, I 
believe late 60s, early 70s. I might be a little off on my years there. Midnight in Paris. Um, wow, Brian. Um, so yeah, we have The Professional. Great, great, great action movie. And then uh, my favorite movie musical, Les Miserables. So all shot in Paris. Uh, number two, L.A. So these next two, <laughs> when doing the research, there are so many movies shot in these two cities that I just kind of went with a couple of highlights. Number two, Los Angeles, obviously home to Hollywood. So if we want to get off the movie set, we're going to go into the streets of uh, Los Angeles and the Hollywood sign. It's just iconic California landscape. If I want to show them in Hollywood, all I have to do is show the Hollywood sign and then I can pan somewhere else and the the viewer knows I'm in Hollywood. Um, that Hollywood sign originally said Hollywood land. The land uh, was destroyed and the Hollywood stayed. And that's why you see the Hollywood sign. Um, and there's way too many movies to list in Hollywood. And then number one, as it should be on all lists concerning travel in New York City, um, the number one place to shoot in New York City is Central Park, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, Central Park just evokes so many different emotions. It's actually picturesque. And the idea of being there in the middle of this concrete jungle, and then you have this, you know, so many acres of greenery and, you know, ice skating rinks in the the um, winter and a zoo and art going on everywhere and horse and carriage rides. It's, it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, the Empire State Building, you know, King Kong was up on that thing. I don't know how they filmed that back in the day. That must have been tricky. But uh, the Empire State Building, and then you have Little Italy, uh, the scene to so many great uh, rom-coms and mafia movies and things like that. And then the Brooklyn Bridge is another one of the most filmed things in New York City. So that is my Travel Geek segment of the top 10 cities movies are filmed in. So I'm going to throw that. I'm going to put my, uh, my cohorts on the spot here. Tyson. Yes. What is your favorite like movie filmed in a location or favorite like location movie wise that you can. I used to drive by it every day on my way to work and it was seen to so many um, uh, extraterrestrial planet locations. And that is Vasquez rocks. So if you're familiar with any of the Star Trek movies or uh, any type of sci-fi um post-apocalyptic kind of stuff it has a very distinct uh there's a rock formation in which the rock is coming out at a nearly 45 degree angle oh that's cool um so you know all the way from from uh, the older older star treks to the newer ones um the town of uh in the very first flintstone movie the live action with john goodman uh that was the scene of bedrock they actually built bedrock in there and i would drive by it every day on my way to work nice the cool thing was on the weekends if they were not shooting and even at times when they were the set was an open set so we could wander around through downtown bedrock and so long as you behaved yourself and didn't get in the way of them shooting they let you sit and watch that's so cool <laughs> i yep. love and stuff it, like and that and it was completely free so yeah you'd be i'd be driving home uh in the evenings and i would look out to my left and all of a sudden i'd see like you know these huge stadium style lights just lighting in place up i'm like oh they're filming something uh, what are they gonna film <laughs> that's awesome and where is that exactly so that is located just north of la proper uh on the the uh, 14 freeway uh okay. in between the high desert towns of uh palmdale lancaster which is where i lived and okay. uh the the uh, san fernando valley 
Nice, 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 nice. So did, did Viva Rock Vegas make it there too, or was it just the first Flintstone? Movie? I think it was just the first one. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they, uh, you know, the, the, or the, or the second, third, really, really, you know, the, the, the really, really bad remakes, <laughs> the sequels that didn't star the best cast. Yes. <laughs> Darrow, you have any uh, film locations that you uh, love to, when you see it, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get there. Well, Yes. And it's in my hometown of New Haven, Connecticut, because I was lucky enough to see they were filming uh, a couple scenes from Indiana Jones, right in part of Yale University. And I was able to watch them film it. And I learned how they do the motorcycle scenes, which was fascinating how... uh, Yes, whoever was in the motorcycle would just sit on a flatbed trailer and the cameras would be also mounted on the flatbed trailer as they drove along. And I thought that was fascinating. So I always, anytime I think of Yale or go through Yale University, I know I know it was College Street. That was the name of the street. And uh, th- like Tyson said, as long as you behaved yourself, they would, they'd have no problem. You just sit, sit around, watch them film it. And I, I spent an afternoon watching them and it was, it was a lot of fun. So that's my... That's my location, which is kind of an unusual one, but it, nonetheless, it's my location that I, I think of think of Indiana Jones at. Do you remember which Indiana Jones movie it was? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I have to say, <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm guessing it's probably Raiders, but uh, I think um, so. It was yeah. uh, probably 15 years ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that might have been Ooh. Crystal Skulls. Crystal Skulls, yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. With, the, with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah i actually i'm probably one of five people in america that like that movie but um so let's open it up with that same question if you are listening on our zoom and can interact with us uh tyson if you'd be kind enough to tell them how to raise their hands uh is there a movie location that you remember seeing or have heard described that you're like i want to go there or i've been there and i loved it that's what i want to hear and tyson how can they raise their hand Okay, so if you were on a PC, it is Alt-Y to, oh, to raise your hand. If you're on a Mac, it is Option-Y. If you are on your smartphone app, it is in the lower right-hand corner. Double tap on that, and the raised hand feature becomes available. And if you're on your phone dialed in, it is star nine. All right, we got one raised hand, but I wanted awesome. to go ahead and I wanted to tell you something really neat as, I, as I'm getting ready to recognize our raised hand. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about being 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 really kind of you know if you're if you behave yourself, uh, you know they let you stay and watch. But every great once in a while, they need some people to play extras in yes. the background, and they will pull from people who are absolutely you know, looking looking like they might be part of what they could do, or they dress you up real quick to do it. Yeah, I ended up <laughs> I actually ended up in a scene of the movie Inner Space, which was shot in uh, the Sherman Oaks Galleria because of that. Nice, very very cool. Awesome. All right. So who do we have with the hand raise? We have Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi. Well, this is from a long time ago. I went to Universal Studios out in wherever it is near LA, I guess. Hollywood Studio City. Yep. Yes. And I like seeing the Psycho House. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very cool. And I like Paris. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. And I like Paris too. I saw the movie Midnight in Paris, and um, and so for me, I think I like to see places that I would like to go to, and Paris is one of those. Awesome. Yeah, I love like when when my wife and I travel, 
if it's a city where I know there's been something filmed there, we're, we're going to go and try and find that to, you know, get a picture there or something like that. That's one of my quirky tourist things. So, and, and that, that uh, psycho house here in Orlando, when they built the universal, they had it like perched up on a Hill. Like when you were coming in, you could see it and it was there for years. And it was awesome. Cause at night they would have lightning, you know, you know, strobe lights going on to make it look like lightning. And then they built a new hard rock and tore the psycho house down, which was a sad day. <laughs> mm, they saw the one in, in studio cities. It's still there um, because that's where the original piece was shot. Yes. Cause you have the, you have the hotel down in front of it. And then you get the, the steps going up to it. And it's actually not a two scale house. It's actually, uh, it's actually only three quarter scale. Oh, and because of the fact that it's up higher, it gives, it gives, it gives that it false perception. perspective. Cool. So well, isn't Disney made that way? I, I did um, Walt Disney World in Florida and whatever it's Disney World, and they said that everything is like that. It's 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 not actual. It's all um, designed to look right. Yeah. So everything, depending on where it is, you know, the, the things that need to be full scale that the people have the interaction with. But when you get um, to things that are a little bit further away and it, it's all the imaginator set up all to perception. And it's, it's really cool to understand that and be like that thing, you know, quarter scale, three quarter scale. And it looks like it fits with everything just because of the so, visual, visual perception of people. Yeah. And, and if you, if you, uh, Karen, if you're talking about the, the backstage tour that you're in the, you know, you're in the tram and stuff like that, where they take you around one of the yes. stops they made in the, in the hall in the, the, the studio city, Hollywood version is on Chicago street. And they show you that the buildings at floor at, at ground, they're, they're two scales. So they're exactly like they would be if you were to actually build it. But as you travel up, it starts getting slowly shorter. So the right. building looks taller. Mm-hmm. So they start to shrink right. the windows and ledges and things like that. So, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's a, it's a, it's, it's the art of illusion. Yep. So do we have, right. thank you, Karen, so much. Do we have any other hands raised? I don't see yeah. any other right now. Cool. So we are going to start our adventure. And because Karen talked about a pre-show, I'm going to talk about it now. And I'm going to completely butcher this name. I know I say that every week, but we go to weird places sometimes. Hana Pepe Valley, Kauai, Hawaii. And what this place is known for is that a large part of Jurassic Park, including Jurassic Falls, was filmed here. And the really cool part about this, 80% of the land on Kauai is not inhabited yet. So it is the most uninhabited island in the Hawaiian chains. And the only way you can get to the falls or anything like that is through a helicopter. And so you can take a helicopter tour here, see Jurassic Falls. Um, and if you're really, really, really lucky, occasionally, I believe they let people underground to go there. Um, there are multiple family locations for Jurassic Park, but this one's really famous because of the falls. Uh, the entrance to Jurassic Park is actually in multiple places. One of the places being the Dominican Republic, uh, where they film like the entrance area on one of the mountains there. So you, you can go to different places and see Jurassic Park. Um, one isn't right or wrong, but they use multiple locations. This one in Hawaii, though, is just super, super famous because of Jurassic Falls. So next on our tour, we are going to go. Now, this is where I get to geek out a little bit. We're going Harry Pottering. So we're going to go to Christchurch College. And Christchurch College, uh, the, the cathedral there, and 
the stone staircase there and all that was used um, for Hogwarts. So this college here, <laughs> unfortunately for them, they thought they were doing a great thing, uh, has become a tourist destination for people like me who love Harry Potter. Uh, and they've had to figure out how to monetize that, but also keep people away when <laughs> college is going on and these kids need to have their safety. So you can actually get pictures online and see the inspiration between Hog uh, behind Hogwarts Castle. You can actually see the stone staircase that inspired the stone staircase of Hogwarts and the, the chapel that um, is the spire for um, Hogwarts. So that was really cool. I kind of knew that, but you know, when you get into these, you get to dig a little bit deeper and that was really, really, really cool. And in London, um, there is a, a tour of Harry Potter locations that you can go to, including this. Sometimes you can even get on the soundstage, but to get a ticket to that's really, really, really hard. Um, so if you guys remember back in the day, was it safe to go in the water? So Jaws was far, um, filmed in Martha's Vineyard. You know, Martha's Vineyards are super, super exclusive beach town. I can only get there by air or boat uh, off of Massachusetts. Um, very well known to be the playground of the affluent in the New England area. Um, and Steven Spielberg just has a knack for finding really, really good locations, as he did with Jurassic Park and now Jaws. Um, and Martha's Vineyard, if you go there now, uh, one of the public beaches there is where one of the shark attacks happened on, you know, was filmed on that beach. Uh, there's different restaurants and bars that are still operational that you can see you're like that was in the original 1975 classic with uh, Richard Dreyfuss and, and Roy Scheider and just the movie that made beaches empty in 1975. And so, to this day, my mom still doesn't really like going into the water because of that movie. <laughs> so do you guys have any, any memories of these movies? Feel free to jump in anytime you guys want with anything, any of these places I'm going to talk to, because I'm going to be about to nerd out again. And this is on my bucket list. I haven't been to this place. Uh, and this is hopefully happening in the next year or two. Um, the majority of the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies were filmed in Mata Mata. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but Mata Mata, New Zealand. Here's the really cool. So Mata Mata is like a really, really remote um, village in the countryside of New Zealand. Um, they built the whole Shire there. And the really cool thing is that after they built it, Mata was like, no, we should use the revenue, leave it up. So it is a functioning movie set that you can go to. And oh my gosh, Tyson may need to help me out here. It's was it the dra green dragon or the dragon's fly or the it's the bar that all the hobbits go to. It's oh, actually I, I can't remember the name of yeah, it. Yeah, it's actually a fully functioning bar that you can go and have a drink and a meal in. And then if you go to the outskirts, uh, Bilbo Baggins' house is there and you can go into. So it is a fully functioning movie set that you can go to. And then on top of that, you can take tours into the mountains and the countryside where they film that. So that to me is like, if you're going to go somewhere where you can actually be on the movie set as it's still a functioning town and stuff, that's super cool. And on top of that, go to a place like New Zealand on top of that, that 
that speaks to me as a traveler. Like I want to do things like that. <laughs> and I was actually surprised that, that uh, New Zealand had not made the top 20 because it's apparently becoming a very prestigious place because of it's uh, it's very cheap to film there. Yeah. And uh, we do have a fan in the audience who has cool. her hand raised. Let's Teresa talk. Christian. Hey, Teresa. I believe it was the dragons in. Yeah, I think you're, I, and it was, it was some sort of, and of course you would know that some sort of dragon, uh, <laughs> but it is actually a, a fully functioning bar that you can go to. And that is, you know, uh, I mean, I get to sit down where Bilbo and Sam wives and all them got together and planned this crazy trek out. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. So this one here is a little bit uh, sad <laughs> because the tourism actually hurt. Uh, the area. So there was this, I don't know, I'm going to be nice and say mediocre movie in the late 90s called The Beach. Um, maybe some people like it. And if you do, I apologize. I don't mean to offend, but I, me personally, wasn't that, I Leon, it was, wasn't that a Leonardo? That, that was a Leo DiCaprio movie. Um, so Ko Pai Pai Lei Thailand. And it is just absolutely like what you think a secluded tropical beach should be white 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 powdery sand you know uh, uh just like a, a cove of a beach with giant mountains like fully framing this beach and it was a super secluded well-preserved beach until it became a leonardo dicaprio movie and now you know 20 plus years later um that beach has had to be shut down for environmental reasons uh, to keep the tourists away so they can, uh, they can preserve the area, but they do now they control the tours. Like you can't just go there. If you want to, if people want to go, you have to get, you know, get on a waiting list and do things like that. So if you're ever in Thailand, I suggest trying to get on that waiting list because it is absolutely, um, it's one of those beaches to me that if you are, I'm vision impaired, so I can see a little bit, but if you are blind, it's a place there's so much tactile stuff going on just around the beach. Cause it's not like I live in Florida, the beaches, like you literally pull up to a sandbar and you walk into the water that that's our beach. It's pretty, it's nice. This is a beach where like you're walking through a forest to get to a mountain, to get over another forest, to get to the white sugary sand, to go to, the water that has fish swimming all around you. Like this is the kind of like dream beach <laughs> that, that if you're a beach lover, uh, you, you would want to go to. Uh, and feel free, ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions or you, this is the kind of show I want full interaction. So if you guys have questions or you want to say something, raise your hand and we will do our best to get you in here. Um, so the next one we're going to talk about is Ghostbusters. And I thought this one was kind of cool. So Ghostbusters in the 80s, well, even in the reboot, they're kind of working out of an old um, fire station. So Hook and Ladder Company 8 in New York City is the given location. That's where people like to take pictures. It's in um, Tribeca, New York, which is a very trendy, uh, artsy part of um, near Greenwich Village and Soho. And super, super nice area. And the building still looks the same as it did in the 80s. Um, the weird thing is, is the actual inside of the house, all of, the, all of that was filmed in a decommissioned firehouse in Los Angeles. 
So if you go inside, you're like, that's not the Ghostbusters thing. No, there's actually a decommissioned firehouse in Los Angeles that has been designated a cultural historic site. So you can actually go in and see it. So you go to New York, see the outside, and then you can fly out to LA and see the inside of the Ghostbusters house if you're into Ghostbusters. Um, One of of my favorite cities... And of, course, there, and of course, there's the iconic scene at the beginning of the movie that's in New York City, the oh Metropolitan gosh, Museum, Museum right? of Art, right? Yeah, with the with the two lions, yes, uh, on the, at the east side of the stair. And I cannot remember for the life of me now. I had it about two minutes ago. What their names were? The New York Public Library. Yeah, the Public Library or the Public Library. I'm sorry. I think their names are um, some, something like Patience and Fortitude. Yeah, it's something like that. Um, oh, gosh. Now you're going to make me think about it while I'm doing all this. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, so the next one, it's some of these are kind of tricky because they're giving like the main location that people know and, and why they're giving it. And um, this next one is Savannah, Georgia. Savannah has been the home of many movies, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, things like that. But this next one is known for the park bench. Where somebody likes to talk about a box of chocolates, and that would be Mr. Forrest Gump, uh, where he wanes and waxes about his uh, early childhood. But this was also filmed in North Carolina, West Virginia, Alabama. Uh, so this got a little bit of filming everywhere. But that park where he's sitting waiting for the bus is in Savannah, Georgia. If you've never been to Savannah, it is a great foodie town. It's a great history town. It's a great nature town. I mean... It's one of, to me, Savannah is one of the hidden gems of the United States as far as travel. Um, you're going to find all sorts of um, different types of restaurants there as far as culturally. Um, you're going to find great places to have adult libations. Some of the best ghost tours in the United States are in, in Savannah, reportedly the most haunted town in America. I mean, some of my friends in New Orleans might argue that with me, but that is what they call themselves. So we said The Shining was filmed in London, and part of it was, but my friend Teresa might know this place. The Timberline Lodge in Oregon is the outer facade of the haunted hotel in The Shining. So the Timberline Lodge in Oregon is actually a functioning hotel where you can stay if you dare. Um, But there is actually a hotel in California that the inside of uh, the Shining Hotel that Stanley Kubrick filmed was based on. Um, This was all based on a hotel, I believe, in Colorado that Stephen King stayed at, if I'm remembering that story correctly. But the Timberline Hotel, if you want to go and say that is the place from the movie, that is the outside shot of the hotel, Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Um, And it is, I mean, even in the pictures I'm looking at now, kind of spooky looking uh, and it's not even meant to be. So, <laughs> And she has her hand raised to probably tell you a little bit more about cool, it. Cool. Awesome. What do we got, Teresa? Maybe tell you more than you want to know. <clears throat> <laughs> so it's a ski lodge, and the Olympic team um, trains up there a lot of the time. And, um, and also, at Christmas time, it is the most amazing thing. Uh, the snow's like going halfway <laughs> up the lodge, and and they have Santa in a real sleigh coming off the mountain, <laughs> and uh, parks the reindeer outside and goes in, and all the kids can line up and go see uh, Santa. That's so cool! 
And I got to pet a reindeer one time. It was really fun, but it just makes you feel like you stepped out of real life and you're in a storybook. It really felt that way. That's pretty. Now, now you just put something else on my bucket list. I don't know know if that storybook's the shining though. Well, no, that part's not. And it was built by the WPA back in the thirties. Okay. So it's like serious artisans did, did build, built that it's it's pretty cool yeah i mean the architecture on it's really really cool looking um so when i come out to oregon Mm -hmm. i'll be staying at the timberline apparently yeah the inside's pretty (laughs) amazing too okay going back on mute awesome so this place is near and dear to my heart because once again in my home state of new york um one of our not so great moments in history but the amityville horror which has been remade and filmed and i think may even made into a tv series um is about this family who moves into a house and they're haunted by the family members of the DeFeo murders. Um, This house, um, the actual house is in Amityville, New York. And um, I've been to it many times as a child because my older cousins used to love to scare me because we would drive by it and they would point it out and be like, that's the house. It would freak me out. So it is kind of a scary looking house, especially when it's, lit to look like it's alive with the just the two upper windows on and nothing else um but you can drive by the house on i believe it's ocean avenue or ocean parkway and go to the defeo house where the murders happen and where multiple families have tried to move in and um have moved out because of quote-unquote paranormal activity activities in that house so that is an actual location none of the filming actually happened at the house um but the initial pictures were taken there. Um, Argo, which is the Ben Affleck uh, Best Picture winning movie, uh, was filmed in Turkey, in Istanbul. I've not been, I've been to Turkey, but I've never been to Istanbul. But what I thought was really cool about that, the majority of this movie is filmed in the bazaar. And the bazaar is a shopping place, not a bazaar like we think with rides and stuff. But it's a shopping area, and it is the first shopping mall ever built that bazaar in turkey so i thought that was kind of interesting i didn't think that the first shopping mall in the world would be in turkey but that is where argo was shot and you can go see that um so these are this is a movie believe it or not i have not seen and we're going to go back to hawaii so obviously hawaii you have incredible landscapes you have beaches you have waterscapes that are either placid and relaxing where you go to the North shore and find 30 foot waves. You can find all sorts of wildlife. You got volcanoes, you got a really interesting locals. So Hawaii is a great place to film, but when you're looking for lush greenery, like they were for this movie, there's very few places on earth that have the modern conveniences and still have the untouched greenery, but avatar. Um, I have never seen avatar. I, <laughs> I I think I might be the only person alive who hasn't seen Avatar, but it was filmed in Hawaii and a lot of the places that was filmed are actually super, super accessible. And um, to get to, and you can go on tours and find these places. Now this one, once again, you're going to get sick of hearing this, but the dark night rises. Um, there is a integral part of the storyline where there's this kind of prison work camp area and Bane is the only one that's ever gotten out of it. And Bane's like 
Batman's arch rival, and then Batman finally gets out of it, and that's how he goes to conquer Bane and yada yada yada. Um, this was actually filmed at a fort. Like that was not a I thought that was a built film set and knows there's a fort that actually has that pit that they use uh and it is in india so you can go to i'm gonna attempt to say this and you guys can laugh at me i'm okay with that marangar fort marangar yeah ma <laughs> rangar fort and and it's in jodhpur india so if you are a mega batman fan like i am and would love to do a batman around the world trip this is one of the places you're going to want to go i don't know if you're going to want to try and climb out of that hole it's pretty intimidating but you can go to where the the bane hole is um so let's open it up for more questions and interaction i want to know have you ever been um, we've talked about it a little bit uh, with with Darrow and Tyson, but if you have ever been to somewhere that uh, a movie's been filmed, and what your experience there was, or have you ever been in a movie, any movie experiences, please raise your hand as I go along. And if somebody raises hand, uh, Tyson, our remote control leader, will uh, let me know, and we'll talk to you. I will click on your unmute button. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this place <laughs> might be on everybody's list, whether you like the movies or not. Um, and uh, once again, all these places that Skiathos, I'm going to say, I'm going to think I'm right there. Skiathos, Greece, which is this gorgeous, 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 tiny island in the Greek uh, archipelagos and is where Mamma Mia was filmed. Um. Mamma Mia is near and dear to me because it is one of the reasons my son, who's going off to college to become an actor, uh, started liking theater. He fell in love with the music from the movie and he would watch it with my mother all the time. And so I love the whole idea of this movie. And then the actual, if you've never been to Greece, I, I've been a couple of times. Greece is just the nicest people, the the landscapes, the waterscapes, the all of the stuff. And when people realized I was visually impaired, they were so, so helpful. Uh, and you don't always find that when you're traveling. Um, I loved going to Greece. I can't wait to go back to Greece. And now that I know the name of the island where Mamma Mia was filmed, it might be there. So that would be a really cool place to go visit. Do we have any hands up with movie interactions or anything? No, everyone's being a little shy. Okay. Well, that means we're just doing a great place covering everything. Uh <laughs> so, so I'm surprised that one of your, your bucket list places, based upon what has been recently filmed, there hasn't been, and it's used a lot in filming, uh, is Detroit. Yeah, I've been. So that, you know, bucket list for me is like place I haven't been yet. I've been to Detroit a couple of times. Um, gotcha. I had not known that. Yeah, I've been to Detroit a couple of times and it's it's an interesting city. I love going there. I love the history with Motown. I love the film history. I may or may not like the, you know, the Indian casinos uh, a little bit outside <laughs> Detroit too. <laughs> so, um, Detroit's a, uh, a cool city and uh, it's the first it is the first place I ever had a beer at Cheers. Because there was a cheer. I don't know if it's still there, but there was a cheers in the Detroit airport. And I was on a layover there. And it was the first time I had a beer, beer cheers, but Norm wasn't there. So it was a little disappointing. Aww. 
Yeah. So two two other fabulous places that okay. uh, depending on where you're, and I know it's your number one favorite documentary, and that's Philadelphia and uh, Washington D.C. Are tons of filming locations and, across and, both of those scapes, and like I said, your your number one favorite documentary. Yeah, National Treasure, absolutely. National Treasure. Yeah, the best documentary ever. I didn't even know Nick Nick Cage was a documentarian, but he does a fantastic job in National right. Treasure and and the second one. So yeah, I mean, I highly encourage people to watch those. <laughs> and Philly and, and DC once again are Philly. If you're gonna go to Philly. And um, I believe it's on my list here a little bit later down. You have to run the stairs uh, at the Art Institute and do the Rocky, you know, at the top of the stairs. (laughs) Right. You know, you you just have to do it. Like it's, it's, I remember walking by the first time and like, I I gotta go. Like it it was like this calling from above saying you have to run the stairs. And, you know, the, the history in Philly and the history in D.C., I, I, I'm a geek for all that stuff. So great film places and also great historical sites to visit. This is one of my five all-time favorite movies. And once again, we're finding another place, another movie that's been filmed in multiple, multiple locations. Um, but The Godfather. And what I love is uh, all the scenes that were shot and Savoca, Italy, um, when you know they're talking about the home country and they're they're doing the Sicilian scenes, um, just the the scenes in the garden and the you know the the thing about the United States is gorgeous, and but we're still a new country in the grand scheme of things. So when you get into these European countries, um, the the architecture and the types of stone they were using and, and even the horticulture, how they you know use the the greenery to um, make things partitioned and things. It's just it's on a different level than what we have here in the United States. So when you get to these filming locations and the Italian stuff in in The Godfather, I mean, you have the the stuff on the coast where you got the mountains and you got the gardens. I mean, there's just so much going on there that it, it's I I, I often when it came out on VHS and I bought them uh, for the, uh, you know, for me, uh, I would often rewind because I hadn't been to Italy yet. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I want to go there. I want to go there. I want to go there. Uh, and now that I've been and see that, Oh, wow, this is kind of really actually the way it looks. It wasn't made for <laughs> made for the movies. It's, it's incredible. Um, so yeah, that's to me is amazing. Um, this next movie not high on my list of recommendations. Um, but like if you're not thinking about going, this is an exotic location. Um, and we're talking Cambodia and we're talking uh, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, um, the cradle of life. And it's uh, Angkor uh, Tom and it's in Cambodia. And once again, I, I'm big on, especially architecture that you're allowed to touch, you know, being in our community and, and feeling the carvings and feeling the, the ancientness of the rocks and feeling that, the, you know, there's greenery on the rocks. And very often at these places, there are going to be people there that, that can describe to you what's going on and doing the historical tours, which I find interesting being vision impaired. I, I know I'm missing some stuff, but um, 
if you can get to this place in Cambodia, it's just absolutely gorgeous. You don't even have to tie it into the Lara Croft movie if you don't want to. Um, but I would highly recommend checking that out because it's absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. I just want to, I have not been checking the time. All right, cool. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, the Philadelphia Museum of Art that's on my list. So we did that, the Rocky. So you got to run the steps. You got to, you know, at the top, put your hands up in the air. You, you, you did something awesome. That To me, that's like just essential. If you're visiting Philadelphia, you got to do it. Even if you haven't seen the movies, um, just because you're going to see other people doing it too. So you can just follow their lead and not feel weird. Uh, <laughs> uh we're hey Dara. we're back to indiana jones indiana jones and the last crusade um this is another name i'm just not going to be able to say al because kaza al kaza jordan and the last crusade is when uh sean connery plays harrison ford's father and they're looking for um Oh my gosh, the chalice. Help me out here, Tyson. The chalice's name the is the Holy Grail. Thank you. Um, and they're looking for the Holy Grail and they're in Jordan and uh, the buildings. They, and once again, I, I know it seems like I'm a broken record here on these travels, but when you're going to these ancient places, the, the different kinds of architecture and the different kinds of history, you know, I remember walking down the street in Rome from the Colosseum and I looked at my wife and was like, Julius Caesar could have walked down this very street. Like this is the street he could have walked down going to his house. And, you know, stuff like that gets me excited to know that I, you know, here we are thousands of years later and we could have, we could be walking and touching the same stuff that, you know, all these people in history have already done. It makes you kind of one with humanity. Um, And and when you get these movies that are are steeped in, you know, obviously some fable, but um, a lot of history like Indiana Jones, you get some really, really cool locations. Um, and, and this is one of them. Um, so go into Jordan with Indiana Jones. So, <laughs> you know, a couple of places that I really, really want to go to and that I haven't been. Um, so you have and this one, actually, I don't know how far this is from you, uh, Tyson. But how far is, oh my gosh, Winnetka, Illinois? Do you know where that is? I think that's up towards Chicago. Winnetka, Illinois is where you're going to find the McAllister house from Home Alone. Ah, yeah, that's a, sub, that's a, that's a suburb. I, I want to say it's on the west. Okay. The north, either the north or the west side. It's up, it's up close to the border of uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. So you you have the so you have locations and like these huge historic things, and then you have movies like Home Alone, where the house was this iconic set, and you know um, it's kind of like the the beginning of Full House, where the the row house in San Francisco, you know that was their house, that's where the Tanners lived. So this is the 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 Home Alone McAllister house in Winnetka, Illinois. You can go there. I'm sure they're probably not going to let you knock on the door and go through. Um, but there is another house that I really want to visit in Ohio. And it is uh, the house from a Christmas story. So you can go to Ohio 
and somebody has bought that house and turned it into a Christmas story museum. And you could act that the, that house was actually used. The inside of the house was used to film. So you can actually go into the house where you shot your eye out, you know, um, fragile and all those classic movie lines come from and actually go into the house. And if you hear it in my voice, I'm excited talking about it because it's something I will do uh, and I'm excited to do. So um, I don't know if I'd want to visit this next location, but I can see where if you're a super fan of the movie, um, you'd want to maybe do something like this. Um, but the Shawshank Redemption, um, one of the greatest movies of all time was filmed at the Ohio State uh, uh, Reformatory um, in Ohio. So you can go to the Ohio State Reformatory. I'm pretty sure they're probably not doing tours for movies and things like that. But if you want to go to the outside and and, and see where all this, it was filmed on location there. Um I'm not a big prison, like go hang out and go to prisons, even if they're famous kind of thing. But if you're a huge, huge fan of the movie, why not? It would be something really, really cool. Um, so in Canada, there is a place called Hatley Castle. In Hatley Castle, if you're a fan of the X-Men series, you will know that as where all of the mutants live and go to school and under the watchful eye of uh, Professor X. And so you can actually go to Hatley Castle. And it's a really, once again, really cool architecture. It's this castle that's looks like it doesn't belong in the new world. <laughs> and it's there and you can go and visit it and, and this is where the mutants did their training to go and become x-men and and where professor x was sending storm school and the school for the gifted right and, and which we have is, we have someone who wants to add into the discussion if you awesome karen hey karen hi um well if you're speaking about prisons there's alcatraz yeah have you been there um, I've been to San Francisco and I did not go to Alcatraz. Um, I have. Yeah, I've actually went on Alcatraz Island, the tour. And what did you think of um, it? Uh, are you asking me or Karen? Yeah. No, you. Oh, I, I, I mean, you know, I was like 14 at the time. So it was, it was I didn't really understand the significance of it, <laughs> but it was just, it was cool just for the fact that you're, you're in this prison that, you know, housed, you know, some of the worst of the worst at the time. Right. And they have, uh, you know, of course, the main attraction always is uh, Frank Morris's, um, his cell. cell. And, and they have the, the they actually have, a, they don't have the actual one anymore. They used to have it, but it became, it started to deteriorate. But they actually had the, the paper mache head that he made that he laid in oh. his bunk to fool them. That's interesting. I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I saw it relatively recently and um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I've been to San Francisco. I could see Alcatraz off in the distance, but I did not go on to the island. Mm -hmm. yeah, I would recommend the movie. Very, very cool. Well, we are coming up on the hour. So as always, I just want to say a few things, guys. We do this every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We do this because we love to travel and we want you to travel with us at some point. Um, we are hoping, you know, as you... 
uh, listen to us. If you like what we talked about, we are really, really trying hard to figure out how to do an out of sight adventures uh, trip sometime in the fall or early winter. So um, if you join our Facebook group, um, and right now we have two Facebook groups up and we will uh, navigate merging the two together here shortly. Um, we will start putting information about that out pretty soon. Um, Tyson, thank you for stepping in tonight and being our commander of the remote control. Darrow, thank you for getting us out to the streaming world of ACB. Is there anything you fellows would like to add to what we've talked about tonight? Um, two little pieces of trivia is um, awesome. you, you mentioned... Um, that uh, the McAllister House and and Illinois, but if you if you kind of catch this, John Hughes has an affinity for Illinois. Yes, all of his <laughs> movies are set there. Yes, <laughs> and, absolutely. And a lot of them are fictional towns, but all of them are set there. All of those '80s movies you love, like Weird Science, The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, they're all set in and around yep. somewhere in Illinois. The second thing is you mentioned that your number one and number two cities are. Um, are Los Angeles and New York. And funny enough, there are two fabulous movies that are on my, on, on probably my top in my top 50 list that uh, from, from the horror master, John Carpenter escape from New York and escape from LA. LA, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great. John Carpenter did great work. Those are amazing, amazing movies. So guys, Russell at his finest. Yes, absolutely. Snake. Um, Darrow, would you care to add anything? Or are you enjoying just streaming us and hanging out with us? Tonight? I am enjoying the conversation. <laughs> we got the boys club tonight, it seems like. I know, so. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. Steve, beer, beers and cigars. And mixed yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you guys that joined us tonight, thank you so much. Thank you to ACB for giving us this platform to come to you guys every week. We'll be back next Monday. And if you want to know where we're going, join our Facebook page. We'll drop clues on the Facebook page about where we're going and i believe next week i think we're staying low local i think we're staying in the u.s but don't quote me on that that can change um so guys thank you so much have a great night everybody good night